We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to This Podcast is for Powerful Dynamite Women, episode number 38, How to Attract and Keep the Man You Want. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about vulnerability. If you have been living under a rock, perhaps you don't know that Brené Brown had a very popular TED Talk on vulnerability. And since then, this word has really exploded uh, out into the self-help world. And especially with women understanding what vulnerability means, not too long ago, I would say within the last seven years, I had a guest speaker on my first podcast, which was actually my I Heart Love Academy call-in class. I had it every first Tuesday of the month. And this coach, I was pretty impressed with him. I wanted him to share more about vulnerability. And he was like, oh, no, 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 you don't want to be vulnerable. That means you're open for attack. And as you can probably guess, this is a very naive understanding of the word vulnerability. You can have vulnerabilities that expose you and make you open for prey, or there can be a vulnerability in the structure of a building or vulnerability in a plan. But when it comes to being vulnerable as a human and showing the parts of us that we would otherwise hide, that we're scared of sharing, even something like truth, you're afraid to really be honest. You would rather play a game and strategize on a master chessboard. You would strategize about how to have your relationship You're up in your head, in your masculine energy, figuring it out, solving, and asking yourself, when should I say this? How should I say this? I often get asked, how do you know what to say so easily, Adrian? And why does it work so well? I go past the game playing, any type of outcome, any type of manipulation. And I can sometimes ask you, if you're speaking with me, how do you feel? You know, do you want this guy back? Do you want to solve things? Do you want to attract someone new? How do you feel? We set that GPS in the direction of, I want to connect with that person. So everything else is a yes towards that person. Yes, I want to see you. Yes, I want to get together. That's your truth. There's no game playing involved. So this is about being authentic. And sometimes to be authentic, you have to be vulnerable. So it might seem like a lot of, oh, say this, don't say that. (laughs) Or say this if he's only said this. But really, when you can ask yourself, does this feel right? Am I saying this to not manipulate an outcome? And does this really an alignment with my values, the things that I want in this relationship? We want you to be vulnerable and honest with what you're feeling and be able to express that. The absolute best way to attract a man and keep him is by being vulnerable. When you're vulnerable, you're open and you're honest with your feelings. And this allows men to see the real you. Now, it can be really scary to let your guard down, but it's totally worth it if you want to find love. Some ways that you can be vulnerable and honest with your feelings are always up to you how much to share, (laughs) to make sure you don't overshare, and that you're sharing something to not create an outcome. 
to not get someone to feel empathy or want to be with you or want to rescue you. You are perfectly stable and solid on your own two feet. You don't need anyone to rescue you or save you. You're not trying to convince someone to love you by being vulnerable. You're simply sharing who you are. Now, one way to be vulnerable is to try on different men or also known as quantum dating. And quantum dating means the men come in, the men come out. And you can have, I suggest, up to five men you're quantum dating. You're always going to have the number one guy you're into, the number two guy who's like nice, but you're, you might like him, number three guy, he's totally pursuing you, but you're not interested. And then the fourth and the fifth guy are usually men that are just popping in and out. You meet them for coffee dates or they appear in your messenger. You talk for a little bit and they go away. Those two are kind of really popping in and out. But if you're married or if you're coupled and you are partnered with someone, you're in a relationship, you might say, well, I can't quantum date. I can't go out on dates with five men. And you're absolutely right. However, you can in your life begin to focus on accepting arrows and attention from men in a positive way, recognizing that masculine and feminine energy polarity. Just today, I went to see my orthopedic doctor. I felt a little uncomfortable around him, and I could tell he felt a little bit of nervousness, but also professionalism with me. But I could feel that we were on some level a little attracted to each other, and I could really feel it. And that uncomfortable feeling is like, oh my God, I'm with my doctor. I'm not supposed to be attracted to my doctor. My doctor's not supposed to be attracted to me. That is not true. (laughs) Your doctor, um, anyone for that matter, might be attracted to you and you can feel the polarity. You can sometimes feel that invisible energy with a guy you're totally not into. And you might say to your girlfriend, oh, I feel his vibe. It's coming on really strong. You can feel that feminine energy, masculine energy, polarity. You can feel this. It's invisible, but you can feel it. So when you can move from like noticing it and not knee-jerk reaction, repelling it or locking up and freezing and not knowing what to do and move more into like, you know, I'm just going to experience this. I'm just going to sit here and experience this and absorb it and let it have its effect on me. I'm not going to make anything happen or not happen. So that is a type of vulnerability. You're able to try on these different men just like you would clothes. That's the essence of quantum dating. Not only do you date around and you find the the man that's the best fit for you, but if you're partnered, you're attracting different types of masculine energy your way, and it affects your overall vibe. Your husband or partner can We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Feel it. My favorite part of quantum dating is the vulnerable part, the experiencing something new, feeling a little uncomfortable, letting your feelings process without jumping to an automatic, this shouldn't be happening to me, 
And then noticing how my vibe gets revved up a little bit. And your partner will notice it and other men around you will notice it and it'll really snowball. So as you're quantum dating or if you're with your partner, I don't want you to be afraid to be open and honest with these men. And observe how they respond to your openness and your honesty. Do they get upset? Do they get angry? It's something they don't want to hear. As always, choose your words carefully. Make sure you're not saying, you make me feel. You're simply saying, I feel. And be as succinct as possible. A man might really throw your feelings out the window when this happens. And it will probably happen even with the best partner out there at some point in time. He will not be giving 100%. He won't be at his best. So if when that happens, I want you to be willing to just let it go for that time. But see if it doesn't come back around and you can't practice that again. Instead of expecting perfection from your partner. This is another type of vulnerability. None of us are perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Your partner isn't perfect. They're not always going to say and do the right thing. We can't really react so big and large when they don't give us what we need in that moment. This is the great thing about vulnerability is that I'm going to be open and honest, but you may not give me what I need. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to see if on some other level you're giving me what I need. Are you good at one thing, but not so good at this other thing? And you begin to observe your partner and get realistic about what they're good at and what they're not so good at. And if you can live with it, if a man is not able to embrace your vulnerability, then he's not the right man for you. He can't embrace your vulnerability perfectly, but if most of it feels good and feels right, go with it. You want to have about an 80-20 approach with this. 80% feels very good. 20% will probably not feel good. <laughs> I use that in my marriage and I think we are way ahead of 80 80-20. I think we're probably more like 90-10. 10% sometimes feels really uncomfortable. We are contracting in some way in the relationship. Now, it's also important to be vulnerable in your relationship with yourself. And this is about being honest about what you want and what you're looking for in a partner. Don't settle for anything less than what you really feel like you deserve. Now, if you can't love and accept yourself, then it's going to be really difficult to find someone who can do that for you. I had a long history of finding partners that made me feel happy because I could not be alone with myself and feel happy and feel like I had worth and value in this world. I only had worth and value when I was in a relationship. So when you get vulnerable with yourself, you can face that shadow side. You can face that dark side that doesn't think you're good enough to have a partner who earns as much money or more than you do, or a partner who's going to be faithful or a partner who can spend enough quality time with you. If you're not vulnerable with yourself and honest about what you really need and what feels right in a relationship, or if you're seeking for someone to fill up all your holes, it's not going to be a right fit for you either. You're going to feel some dysfunction. The relationship's going to feel out of balance. Going back to masculine and feminine energy, Masculine energy really is about supporting and being strong, keeping a woman protected and safe. And when feminine energy is in that constant place of that, where she's needy, nervous, clingy, doubting the man, not trustful, 
stepping in and doing things for him. I don't like this word, but it becomes a type of toxic or unwanted feminine energy. And then the man can also respond to that energy with a similar type of toxic or unwanted or undesirable type of energy. He might be really angry and be moody and want to isolate himself. So when you're vulnerable with yourself, you can notice when you do these things. And you can do something about it. You can get to the root of what it is you're feeling. And instead of reaching out for your partner to take care of that for you, you can find ways to address this within yourself, whether that's through doing some shadow work, speaking with a therapist, journaling, spending time finding out what it is you really need and why. Remember, no one can do that for you. Now, by being vulnerable, you are showing the world that you are open to love. Do not be afraid to let your guard down and show your true self. It is absolutely the best way to attract the right man into your life. And this is what I call being a sparkling, shiny, resilient diamond girl. You show up to the rest of the world sparkling and shimmering and everywhere you go, people will notice you and appreciate your presence because your presence is vulnerable real, down to earth, honest, and authentic. Honesty is a big part of this. I think vulnerability and honesty just go hand in hand. The dark side to vulnerability is manipulation. Saying something or doing something to make something happen. Showing a vulnerability in order to seduce a person or force a person into action. So as we're about to go into the new year and the holiday season is upon us, I want you to take some time and reflect on how you're being vulnerable, how you're showing up in your relationship with everyone and yourself. If you're going to be spending time with friends and family this season, or maybe you're working retail, or maybe you're getting some time alone, ask yourself, where my life am I being vulnerable? Where am I being dishonest with people and myself about what's going on with me? And where am I being honest and open and sharing with someone how I really feel inside? Now I'm going to go back to where I started this podcast, which was, I was at the orthopedics today. I'm having some shoulder issues. I found out that I have scoliosis in part of my spine. And I'm really going to have to be doing a lot of work to make sure that my spine and my shoulder and everything uh, stays as healthy as it possibly can be. And part of this meant being honest and vulnerable with my doctor, telling him how much pain I was in, telling him the things that I wanted to do but I couldn't do, and him really listening. If you look at vulnerability as a way to be honest with someone about both your pain, your desires, hopes, wishes, dreams, things like this, vulnerability becomes this great way of sharing your true, true self. And that, again, is what a man is drawn to and wants in his life. All right, everyone. I hope this episode has been really helpful. I wrote a great blog this past week about this very topic. I'm going to link it below and link also my free ebook if you don't have that already. As always, I look forward to hearing from you in the comments. And I will see you in the new year.